You're listening to the Premier Podcast Network. Welcome to the pinnacle of wrestling entertainment, Premier Streaming Network. Join us at watchonpremier.com to unlock the ultimate wrestling experience, curated to perfection. Immerse yourself in the spectacular world of wrestling history, where classic battles and unforgettable moments are at your fingertips. Join us today and experience the epitome of curated wrestling content, because when it comes to wrestling entertainment, Premier sets the standard. Be Premier. This is the MLW Radio Network. Hey, friends, this episode of Mind of the Meanie is brought to you by our favorite producers of ball trimmers, Manscaped. The global leaders in below-the-waist grooming are leaving 2022 with brand-new products, the Persevere Cologne and Persevere Body Wash. 2023 is the year to up your hygiene game and smell amazing, and Manscaped wants to help you do that with this special offer. Use the promo code MINDMEANIE. For 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com, take the leap into the new year and join the 7 million men who already trust Manscaped. And Meanie, I know I trust Manscaped, but let's talk about what was the highlight of 2022 for you and what are you looking forward to in 2023? Well, I'll tell you, man, uh, Manscaped has uh, kept Meanie up up and up when it comes to uh, looking and smelling good for uh, Mrs. Meanie. Uh, I love the Persevere body wash. I love the Persevere cologne. Uh, all their products have been tip top, all the way from the you know, the foot spray to you know uh, to everything. So uh, when it comes to uh, you know Meanie looking his finest, Manscaped has done the job and doing the job it is for me here as well at the Barnard Home for Wayward and Troubled Youth. Courtney uh, absolutely loves the new look on Little John on the East Side Boys, so I can't complain. That has definitely been the highlight all the way from the tippy top down to my thigh slappers. 2023 is on its way, and the last thing you want is to be the guy with pubes getting in the way of making it your best yet. The Manscaped Lawnmower 4.0 is the leader of the Performance Package 4.0, or as I call it, the perfect package for my package, Meanie. Manscaped engineered the ultimate groin and body trimmer by focusing on intelligent functionality and an incredibly comfortable grooming experience. This new year, shave off those loose pines. Shave those loose pines off of your wood with the best tool for the job, the Signature Lawnmower 4.0. Uh, is here to take down every pube in its path. Uh, also, talk about feeling clean and uh, smelling good as well. The new Persevere Body Wash from Manscaped solves all three of those problems for the perfect addition to your daily grooming room team. But in the shower, the body wash has a light woodsy scent and is infused with aloe vera and sea salt to keep your skin feeling clean, nice, and moisturized. The new Persevere Cologne is like the body wash with a light woodsy scent that answers the call of the wild while leaving you smelling like a man forged from the earth. And Meanie, we're not talking about smelling like a man after you come out of the wrestling ring. We're talking about clean, (laughs) fresh, and well and good. It's also cruelty-free, Meanie, which is amazing. It's dye-free paraben-free and vegan, so you know you're in the right hands while smelling right. Me, what's that promo code again one more time? You can use code MINDMEANIE for getting 20% off plus free shipping. That's promo code MINDMEANIE for 20% off plus free shipping at manscaped.com. 2023, it's all in the way. The woods are here and smell amazing. Are you ready to jump in and join us with Manscaped again? 20% 20% off plus free shipping by using the promo code MindMeanie at Manscaped.com. Happy New Year to your balls, and we thank you. We thank Manscaped for sponsoring the program. 
This is the Mind of the Meanie. Here are your hosts, the Blue Meanie and Adam Barnard. Peace world and welcome everybody to the Mind of the Meanie, your weekly peek into the world according to former WWE superstar and ECW original, the Blue Meanie. We'll cover wrestling, music, movies, sports, and lots and lots of useless knowledge all contained in the Mind of the Meanie. I'm your tour guide, Adam Bernard, and he is the Blue Meanie. Meanie, what's on your mind? Man, um, what's been on my mind is, what's on my mind is what's been on my mind for the last uh, few days, and that is, rest in peace, Jay Briscoe. Yeah. Um, I, it's like, um, like the world lost a wonderful, wonderful person, a, gr- a talented wrestler, a great family man. And, uh, Jay Briscoe, uh, was it last Monday? Yeah. Monday, what, what, I think it was uh, Monday or Tuesday. Let me pull it up. Yeah, Monday, uh, low inside baseball we're recording this Saturday morning, 10 52, January 21st. We lost, uh, Jay Briscoe of the tag team, the Briscoe brothers. And, uh, you did, you say you got the date there? Yeah. It was the the 17th of January. It was Tuesday. Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Oh man. Um, yeah, this one, uh, hit a little different. Hit this one hit a little bit harder. I mean, every wrestling death is horrible, but, um, it was like a, a, a normal day, like any day. Like I went out about doing my chores and, you know, uh, it was about eight o'clock at night. I got the news and then I was like, and they said, you know, that he, he died in a horrific car, you know, car accident. His two beautiful daughters were in the car with him. And uh, as of recording right now, they're, they, they, well, they were rushed to the hospital, and as of this recording, they're, they're making a, a positive step forward. But uh, I got the news at 8 o'clock, at that, and you, you hear that like he had this horrible accident at 5 o'clock, and you're like, what have I been doing for the last three hours? And you go, man, what, within the course of three hours, somebody you, you really love and admire can just be taken away, you know? and uh, this makes you appreciate life even more because he was just driving home. I, I believe he was bringing his, his daughters home from uh, cheerleading practice. And, um, you know, just in the, in the blink of an eye, he could just be gone. And it, it's fucking horrible, man. And it's just the impact to see it's, it's going throughout the whole industry of professional wrestling and how it's been picked up by a lot of mainstream news and even so to the point where WWE acknowledged it on their, their, you know, NXT and SmackDown programs, uh, the impact that that man and his brother, and my heart goes out to Mark Briscoe too. The next day was his, his birthday. It's like, oh my God, mm-hmm. you know, just to have that looming, you know, every time, you know, I mean, people, you know, make fun of adults who, uh, you know, celebrate their birthday, but Hey man, it's the day you're born. Celebrate it. You know, I celebrate it. And, uh, just the fact that, you know, when his birthday comes around, he's got that looming. That's horrific news. And it just makes you, you know, sit back and just reflect 
and uh, I've, I've you know started thinking about all my interactions with the Briscoes and how all of them were positive, and how all of them um, you know made me happy. Uh, the first time I met uh, Mark and Jay Briscoe was you know at the ECW Arena. They were fifteen and sixteen, and they're trying to get booked on shows, and I was doing a small independent called three PW and uh, they came around and I would love to book them, but you know, PA, you gotta be 18 to wrestle. And the commission was being kind of strict because, you know, ECW had just gone down and they let a little, a lot slip with ECW as far as rules and regulation. But, uh, you know, I, yeah, I could, I wanted to book them, but you know, I couldn't legally. Uh, but over the years, man, just to watch their evolution from those. And there were two young, shy kids and so polite and Shane shakes. Yes, sir. No, sir. This, that, and the other thing. And, uh, just to see their evolution and where they came and just one of the top t- tag teams in the world. And that's why I hate lists. I fucking hate lists. Remember what's your top five? What's your top 10? Motherfucker. There's, there's so many good wrestlers out there. And, you know, the Briscoes were incredible performers, not only for what they could do in the ring, but their personas. Uh, in a lot of ways, and, and through my reflecting of the Briscoes, you know, this week, since the horrific accident, I was like, man, the Briscoes were a lot like the fucking Steiner brothers. Um, you know, you had Jay, who was like the straight shooter coming for you kind of guy. And then Mark was like the Rick Steiner oddball, but could still fucking go kind of goofy charismatic. They're so charismatic. Um, you ever, if you get a chance, go out and YouTube Mark Briscoe doing the, doing the weather on a local news channel. Oh my God. I bet that's amazing. Fucking hilarious. They're so good. Mark and Jay are so good. And, um, I'm angry. I'm just, just angry. Um, I haven't been in a good mood for days. Um, I find my, found myself at random times, ugly crying to myself, just pissed that I'm never going to see Jay Briscoe again. You know, um, I know, uh, Mark's got a big fucking hug coming to him, you know, him and his awesome family. Um, when I think of the Briscoes, I think of family, um, you know, they're, you know, icons for in, in ring of honor, you know, they, you know, Jay Briscoe was the first match in ring of honor history. And, um, you know, you know, within the last, you know, 10 years, bring out when, you know, ring of honor, we're running the arena. I would just go by just to hang out and just enjoy some stress-free wrestling. You know, when you're on a show, you're always, I always have that anxiety as like, I don't get the chance to watch the rest of the show because I'm worried about what I got to do. But I would go to Ring of Honor knowing, hey, you know, I'm just going to watch some wrestling. And the Briscoes were there. And again, they were always welcoming. But they, you know, their family was there, you know, Papa Briscoe and, you know, uh, the wives and the kids were there. And this, it was a beautiful thing to, to watch them interact and, you know, uh, my heart goes out to them. I mean, it's, I'm, I'm just, it, it shook me. Um, it affected me, it affected Mrs. Meany. Uh, and uh, 
it's just going to affect me for a while, uh, a good while. I don't know if I ever get over this one. Just you know, uh, having known them since they were teenagers, and see them become full adults and fathers and husbands, and um, there's a uh, a fun going around. And uh, initially, the, the 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 goal was like a hundred thousand dollars, and they smashed that, and they raised it to a two hundred thousand. I think they're maybe fifty, you know, fifty thousand dollars over that one as well. And the wrestling community came together and and donated and are taking care of his family. But um, physically, you can the daughters recover, but I I feel that for his daughters emotionally on the recovery and uh hopefully the the wrestling community comes together for his family and his daughters and uh you know the, like i said i love the briscoes i love jay briscoe i love mark briscoe and, and they're, they're wonderful family this one's gonna this one's gonna stick for a while um as of today, like I said, Inside Baseball, today's the 21st of January. You'll hear this on Monday, the 23rd. Um, as of the time we're recording this, it's 11 a.m. on the dot. Um, 257, over $257,000 has been raised for uh, the Pew family. Um, man, I don't know what to, uh, I don't know what to say, man. Um, it's, uh, as a dad, yeah, I think that's the hardest part for me. Um, mm-hmm. you know, outside of the whole thing. I mean, every, everything sucks, right? Like I don't, I don't want anyone to get it twisted. Like everything sucks about the situation. And, um, you know, he's taking his kids, taking his daughters back from cheerleading practice and, you know, just senseless. Like they don't, they don't even really know what happened yet. They don't have any information. It's an ongoing investigation and, and, and his girls like, you know, I'm, I'm, it sucks. It's very difficult, um, and it really kind of fucked me up a little bit, too. Um, yeah. Obviously, I didn't know Jay. I've never met the Briscoes. I've only ever heard anything but really amazing things about them. Um, started to get the kids to kind of know who they were. You know, I, I'm, I'm aware, you know, I was ancillarily aware um, of a lot of the work that they did, starting to kind of investigate them a little bit more within the past couple of years and just kind of te- check them out and, I mean, they're incredible. They the 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 work and the 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 ability and the skill level that they had. It was just and for being you know as young as they were when they started. Um, but we watched the FTR dog collar match, which if yeah. you haven't seen that, I mean, for me, like that, you know, as far as tag team matches of the year, that's number one. I mean, that was yeah. that shit slapped, banged, and fucked. I mean, that match was. <laughs> that match was unbelievable. Yes. Um, and it, it is, it, and you hear people say how good it is. And then it was like, oh, well, watch it. I was like, wow, you're right. It was that good. Um, yeah. And I feel like now may have been the time that they were really starting to take that next step into sort of the mainstream light that f- had unfortunately evaded them for, you know, a multitude of reasons. Um. I don't know. I don't know what else, I don't know what to say, man. It's it's uh here here's the thing with the Briscoes is like uh, I'll let you get back to your point. Yeah, yeah. Uh, people are like, you know, uh talk about how they think it was WWE. From what I understand, they had an offer to go to, from WWE to go to the WWE, 
but uh, the Briscoes, uh, a lot of people don't know they're, they, they're farmers, right? They're, they're whole family farms and they farm, farm chickens. And um, they also have a landscaping company. Uh, so they're entrepreneurs. So they got side businesses and when WWE came with the offer and the dates, they actually sat back and thought about the math and the business of it. And they were like, you know, if we, we go and do this and do put the time in, you know, our family business might suffer a little bit and that they make enough money with the, you know, the farming and the landscaping that wasn't financially feasible. Not saying WWE doesn't pay well, but the fact that they make that much money doing their farming and their landscaping that they decided, Hey, you know, we're cool with just doing ring of honor and some Indies and having our businesses that, you know, we can provide for our family. So it wasn't from lack of WWE wanting them. Right. WWE wanted them. You know, my, my only thing is I wish there could have been like a, a dream match, yeah. you know, yeah. like a one off, like, you know, somebody, you know, like a tag team and WWE or NXT and somebody, you know, having like an open door, like a Cena open door challenge. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been and cool. Just like a one time Briscoe in WWE, you know, appearance. I would have loved to see the Briscoes and the Usos, man. Oh, man. Jesus. That would, you know, I, I always thought the Briscoe should have been a part of uh, Bray Wyatt's deal too. Uh-huh. You know, just dude, that would have been Amazing. Oh yeah, dude, with the Wyatt family. Oh yeah. shit, that would have been crazy good. They especially have, with with the new uh, the new iteration of what Bray Wyatt's doing in WWE. That would have been amazing. They have the look. They have the. I mean, what's his? I mean, Jay's promos were outrageous. Legit. I mean, they were they were good. They were really good. And watching look at that, look, look in that man's eyes when he's cutting a promo legit it's um it's crazy man oh i think i'm frozen here hold on sorry about that no you're good it's uh it's legit it's um he was just he was he was so good at what he did and i think too i mean you know you know better than the rest of us like from all accounts wwe schedule is grueling taxing it can be Mm -hmm. incredibly difficult Mm-hmm. And I think based upon everything I've heard, they weren't really interested in in having that level of of commitment, which is fine. I mean, there's a lot of people that don't want to do that, you know, and that's that's their prerogative. Um, yeah, but more power to them. Yeah, and I mean that's that's great that they, you know, but they don't, what what I keep hearing so much about about these guys and and Jay in specifics, it's like just a family man, you know. He would yeah. he would ask them to cut his pay down so he could fly his son out to a, a match to go watch with him or, or they would take the RV and that was for the, uh, Ric Flair's last match show. They, he, he, he said, you know, he took less money so he could fly his, so the promoter could fly his son out to, to watch that show. It's crazy, man. And like, you know, you don't hear too many things about people like that in pro wrestling, um, or in general, no. you know, and it's unfortunate that that's the, that's the case, but like, man, nothing but good things um, to say about Jay. And again, if you haven't, if you haven't seen the FTR, you know, Briscoe's match, like stop, 
stop the show. Like, stop. I would never tell you to stop listening to us, but like, stop listening to us. Pause pause this. Pause this and come back and then go watch that. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it was, it is that good. Um, But last time I saw them was at the, um, the Crockett cup down in, in Nashville. And, uh, uh, it sucks when you lose somebody you've worked with so long. You, you always assume you're going to see him again. You're you're always you always assume there's going to be that next booking that you'll see him at, and then something so senseless and uh, sudden happens that you're never going to get to see your friend again. And um, you know, as that said, it's happened a few times. You know, a couple times while recording the show. You know, finding out New Jack passed away or this, you know, somebody else passed away while recording. It was just like, man, it just hits you. And um, this one really, really fucking hit me. And, um, you know, uh, I wish I would have known. I mean, not that I didn't get a chance to talk to him and, you know, hang out and tell him how much I loved him, but. Man, it just, if I knew that was, I wish I knew that was the last time I was going to see him at, at the, the Crockett Cup. And I'm grateful for having been booked on that. So I could at least, you know, been around the Briscoes, you know, one last time. Yeah. Um, and we talked about this a little bit before we jumped on, but, you know, one of the things that really, I guess, stuck in my craw a little bit about this whole thing. Yeah. Outside of the senselessness of his death, you know, and, and, and the, the, the injuries to his daughters and like, there's just, there's so much to be upset about. But one of the things that really stuck to me, um, a lot really pissed me off to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, these vultures, man, these, uh, these clowns, the ghouls, the clowns, uh, on social media. One in particular uh, that I saw really, uh, you know, they're saying, you know, a lot of people were saying the phrase rest in power to Jay Briscoe. And they were like, you know, this, 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 this prick says, uh, you know, rest in power is, should be reserved for people who died during the struggle, not a homophobe, mm-hmm. you know, homophobic wrestler, white wrestler who died. And uh, like, first of all, shut the fuck up. Right. Like, shut the fuck up. Yep. Um, nobody fucking asked for your opinion. Nobody asked for your fucking analysis here. Shut the fuck up and read the room. Right. Second of all, as a, as a person who has made mistakes himself and has unlearned things due to trauma and unconscious bias and things that were ingrained in my brain from people in my family who were, you know, who weren't, who didn't have that level of growth and didn't have that level of self-introspection in their lives. No one, the, the, the idea of individual intellectual purity is, is, is false. That doesn't exist. And I, I apologize. I'm going to be on a soapbox here for a minute, but I'm, That's fine. I'm feeling, That's fine. feeling like angry and, emotional about it um like i'm with you like this man spent his entire life the remaining years of his life 
as many times as he could, apologizing and making good for the fact that he said something dumb on Twitter. Um, I'm not a religious person. I don't, I don't subscribe to any you know, religion or ideology. But at the time, he said, and he said it in interviews. He said it everywhere. At the time, I thought we were fighting for the Lord. And I thought we were doing right by the Lord. Right. And he was like, I was wrong. I was wrong, and it was the dumbest he even called. He was like, that was the most obnoxious, dumbest shit I've ever done in my life. And Ian Riccoboni, friend of the show, um, had said on multiple interviews and, and constantly, like, if you knew how deep the level of change this man went through and, and the, and, you know, he said on, on a, on a podcast, I apologize. I can't remember the name of it. Um, he said, he was like, you know, he would ask me all times, like talk about different pronouns and different, you know, um, indicators because he wanted to learn and he wanted to change and he wanted to be different. And that's the difference between him and people like Andrew Tate and people like these other fucking clowns who do this awful shit. Jay Briscoe was not that person, you know, Effie has said and, and come out in his defense and said that, you know, he was nothing but kind and loved him and Mark love everybody, no matter the color of their skin or their sexual preference or who they are. And I find it so frustrating as an individual to see people just jump all over everybody as if this mistake is the defining feature of a person's life, as right. if this is just what that man was about his entire life. Because he said something stupid one time and copped to it and owned it. And that's who he is to you. Fuck you and your mother and the horse you rode in on. (laughs) Like, it's just, it's like, it drives me fucking insane. Like, it really does. It's this, it's, it's like, I wish you could see my face right now. If you're watching, like, you can see how, like, I'm just, people just have no concept of reality outside of this fucking hellscape we are all on with Twitter. And they have right. no idea how this affects other people. And it's like, you're, you're getting imaginary brownie points for who? For what? Elon Musk? He's reading your tweets right now? Elon's reading your tweets. He said, great job. And now you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're jumping all over a family who's in mourning. Not just in mourning, but because one of the children, like, the extent of the injuries is so severe. Like, it's, and this is the time that you thought to do this? Like, yeah. get fucking real, man. Get real. And I just... It just burns my ass, man. It really does. And I, I, I hate the fact that people, and Vanessa said in the chat here too, everyone can change. It's true. Everyone has the ability to change and grow and unlearn behaviors and biases and things that we think in our brains and, and things that are ingrained in our brains that we don't maybe even know we're there. Everyone right. has the opportunity and everyone has the ability to do that. And the fact that these fucking ghouls, these people can't just leave them the fuck alone after 10 years of this he was wrong and he said he was wrong and he apologized and did the fucking work that's the difference between someone like him and a lot of these other clowns you hear who are spewing racist homophobic anti-semitic comments right i grew up in an lgbt household i'm part of the lgbt community like this man is not an enemy this man is someone who is learning and doing the right thing and I hate that that's going to be something that people talk about. Still, I'm seeing it on Twitter and immediately block. You know, um, sorry, I didn't mean to get I, on that soapbox there. Oh, no, no. Just, just hang, hang out. Uh, you know, uh, it's one thing 
to condemn a person for a mistake. Uh, wait, wait, hold on. Here's the phrasing. I'm not trying. I just try to choose not somebody. I try not. I choose not to judge somebody by the mistakes that they've made. I choose to judge them by how they react to the mistake they made. Um, it's one thing to make a mistake. It's one thing to own your mistake and apologize and become a better person from it. What these folks who are, you know, harping on Jay's past mistake of over 10 years ago, uh, what these folks have the luxury of is all the mistakes they made were in private. Right. They, I'm sure these, I'm sure anyone who can go online and criticize someone over something, something they did at a moment of weakness, um, to sit there and point the finger, they have the luxury of not, of the public not knowing all the mistakes they've made. And it comes from a fact of them knowing, these folks probably know the mistakes they've made. And they're probably guilty over the mistakes they've made. So they have to lash out at somebody else. And um, Jay made a horrible statement back, you know, years ago. He's owned up to it. Ian Riccoboni has been aware of him trying. What you said, Ian is a teacher, right? Yeah, he's a, I believe he was a, he's a educator, um, like a, a sexual identity or sexual something or other. Um <sighs> You know, studies in sexuality of some kind. Yeah. Right. So the fact that Jay went to Ian, he said, teach me, man, help me become a better person. And if you can't become a better person being friends with Ian Riccoboni, I don't know. I, I can't help you, man. As a, as a side note, meeting Ian at, I hope I see him again because I felt bad because I wanted to take a selfie. What a, yeah. like an amazing down to earth, like just dude. like like, he's just like one of us he's just like a dude and it's he was just the nicest shout out to ian riccoboni by the way um fucking great guy i'm sorry i didn't mean to cut you i didn't mean to step on you but uh ian riccoboni is the bob sack of professional wrestling he is the most clean cut looking dude but you get to know him he'll hit you with a like a little one-liner like hey oh ian Ian." (laughs) yeah dude yeah man did you joke like that, Ian? You know, yeah. but, but uh, yeah. And like you said, I, I shout out to Poyo Del Mar, uh, great friend of mine and Mrs. Meanies and friend of the show, Poyo Del Mar, um, uh, drag superstar. Um, you know, me and Mrs. Meanie are huge fans of, you know, shows like RuPaul's Drag Race. And she, uh, Poyo Del Mar, she brings together, both worlds, our love of professional loving, uh, our love of professional wrestling, our love of drag. And when you think about it, pro wrestlers are just drag, drag stars, you know, drag queens, you know, between the spandex and the, and the makeup the and that. Yeah. I mean, come on. The robes. The intersection is very clear here. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's true. Dude, nope. It's true. For, for, for shoot. Uh, not this season currently. That's how past season uh there's a uh drag superstar named diabetti 
And she talked about her love of professional wrestling. RuPaul went on to talk about how the correlation between drag and professional wrestling going all the way back to, you know, gorgeous George wearing the bobby pins and the hair and the robes and stuff like that. So, but to bring that back, Poyo has been nothing but gracious and, and, and praising and accepting of Jay, Jay Briscoe for the things he, for the, the things he's done to correct his mistakes. So if Effie and Poyo and you, you, there's another name you mentioned, I, I, I'm, I think it was blind. Ian Riccoboni was another one. And oh, yeah, yeah. Ian, I thought there was somebody else. If those folks vouch for Jay, I'll vouch for Jay day and night, you know? Right. You know, dude, I've made mistakes. I've been, I've had moments of weakness, you know, uh, in different ways and I've, I've atoned for them. I've had my, my name is Earl moment where I've gone back and apologized to people. I've, you know, I, I try, you know, people, you know, go, Oh, Meanie's a nice guy, but you know, Meanie, you know, grew up with issues. You know, I grew up with mental issues, you know, as a kid, um, you know, I had to go to therapy, you know, in kindergarten, I had to go to therapy in high school and throughout my life just for issues of, um, you know, not knowing my father, you know, my father abandoned uh, my mom and that really fucked me up you know just not knowing my father you, you would write letters and this that and the other thing you know to a man that you you know you know brought you into this world and he would not reply not do anything not send a dollar to put food on the table or clothes on my back and that fucked me up for a while to the point where I would lash out at people you know Second grade, you know, first, second grade, I, you know, would see a kid sitting there with his mom and dad and be so jealous and walk up and punch the kid in the fucking face because he knew his fucking father, you know, shit like that, you know, and, you know, I had to learn, you know, I had to go to therapy and shit like that. And in high school, I went through some shit, you know, and lashed out at people just because of anger issues I had from, you know, growing up, I grew up asthmatic and. I'd had get held back twice and you know, you're in third grade and you're a fucking foot taller than the rest of the fucking kids in the class. And you get made fun of for being fat and tall. And you know, uh, when other kids are, you know, going out to recess, you know, and my grandfather, my, my, my hero, my grandfather would come to school every day with a nebulizer machine so I can have my asthma medication so I can get better, you know, and feeling like an outcast and lashing out of people and, you know, lashing out people who loved me and took care of me and stuff like that, because I didn't know how to handle my emotions, but therapy helped me and learning helped me, you know, get through that shit to where now as a 39 year or fuck 49 year old male, I wish I was 39 as a 49 year old male. I when I'm, when I'm faced with certain adversities, I know how to handle it better. And Jay was in a, in a situation where he didn't know how to handle it because of the way he, you know, certain ways he grew up and things he went through. He thought certain things were a certain way and he learned that they were wrong. And Jay, you know, went and got educated and became a better man. It's one thing to, make a mistake and then just peacock about it and be happy about the mistake you made and not apologize for it. You know, it's 
you know, like, like playing check, like playing chess with a pigeon, you know, they walk yeah. all over the board, they shit all over the board they knock over to pieces and walk, you know, cock, walk off like they fucking won. Right. You know, uh, no, Jay fucking made a mistake. He learned from his mistake and, uh, and that's admirable. And that's why I loved him even more. I knew he, of his mistake. I didn't, you know, condone his mistake, but I watched him grow as a human being. And, uh, if there's a lesson to be learned is how to, you know, there's lesson of humility and, uh, you know, you know, growing as a human being. And that's what he did, you know? And that's all you can ask for anybody, right? Like it's, you know, <clears throat> I, I, I didn't grow up in similar circumstances as you, but like I, I, I grew up in a household that was very chaotic. Um, you know, lots of, lots of emotional abuse, physical abuse, things of that nature. And that really kind of like fucked me up. And a lot of things that were said were wrong and, um, not conducive with a, um, a welcoming environment or an inclusive environment. Yeah. And when you grow up in that, in that world, that's what you know. And you have to learn out of that. And I was never a person that, that, you know, weaponize that kind of language or, or utilize that, those kinds of thought processes. But when you grow up in bias, the bias is stuck in your head and you you have to physically work every day, whether or not you really, I mean, you know, we're not going to, you know, go into like the human nature aspect or, you know, societal implications and shit like that. But like, it's real, like that stuff is real and it's unconscious and you don't realize it. And sometimes shit comes out and you say things that you don't mean where you say things that you think are from a place of knowledge and you're like, oh, fuck, I can't believe I said that. And none of us, there's not a single person on earth that has done, or that, that is, is intellectually or individually pure. Right. And I think, you know, people who choose to spend their time focusing and, and, and pontificating on social media to act as if, it's such a binary view, you know, you're, you're like this, you said this and you're like this for life and there's no gray area. It just sucks. It just sucks that that's what, what people chose to do in this moment. And I hate it. I absolutely fucking hate it. Yeah. Um, we're going to put the, uh, the fun for the Briscoe family in the show notes of this episode. Um, if you have the means to donate and you, you have anything to give, you know, please Give, if not, share it so someone else can who may have means can donate. Um, I thought it was real classy that WWE acknowledged Jay Briscoe and his brother as one of the greatest tag teams, you know, currently wrestling. thought that was a real class A move by them last night. Uh, Michael Cole mentioned it because the Viking Raiders were wearing the Jay or the, them boys armbands while they wrestled the uh, McIntyre and Sheamus. Yes. And uh, we'll, we'll. Kevin Owens had an armband as well to said Jay. Yep. Kevin Owens had something. Um, it might have been noted that uh, fuck the Dallas Cowboys. Yes. The, the Briscoes are them boys. Yes. That's right. That's right. They will forever be them, them boys. Um, I don't know if I have enough information on the Warner Brothers Discovery thing where, you know, Tony Khan, class A move also by Tony Khan. Like, let's give it, give everybody props. They, they filmed a, an episode of Rampage. That's a tribute to Jay. 
And according to the rumor and innuendo, Warner Brothers Discovery won't allow them to air the episode due to Jay's previous comments. And uh, how much do people want? How much flesh do you need? Here's how, how, how much how much sin does a man have to pay for a moment of saying something in a moment in a moment of weakness? You know, it's like. He he wasn't you know he was he was young he 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 said something and like when when people have an argument or people if somebody's mad at somebody where you you always go for the low hanging fruit and say something that you know is going to hurt somebody mm-hmm. and that, um, you, you say it and then and and then see so you go man I probably shouldn't have fucking said it but I want to hurt this person's feelings and again. Not to re, you know go over it all over again, but he atoned for what he did, you know. And just the fact that you know they still want this, I I don't get it. I don't get it. What uh, what's amazing to me though, and I'm just gonna say this. Yeah, just gonna say it. It's amazing to me is that Warner Brothers Discovery now has a conscience. Oh, when they're when they're allowing specific content from someone else on their programming. That's all. I'm going to leave it right there. You guys can Google it, whatever you want. Um, can you drop a hint? Or the, uh, uh, There's there's a man. Vagueness? <laughs> <laughs> I, I legit don't know. Oh, I'm yeah. Not- so, they, so, so there's the slap fight show, um, oh, which is, oh, you know. Oh, So yes. they're allowing that. Yeah. With a man who openly admitted to physically assaulting his wife on New Year's Eve, and that's okay, but not yeah, okay. allowing a tribute. No, no, they can Google it. Right, you can Google it. Go ahead and Google it if you want to. Um, but I think that, to me, that's a crawl in my mouth, too, because it's like, why, like, again, it doesn't make any sense. Um, the good news is, though, is that Tony Khan has put it on Honor Club, so it'll be free on Honor Club to watch. It'll be free on the YouTube channel to watch. Good. Which is fantastic. Um I believe it's already, I should already be up. I think if it isn't already, again, if you haven't, if it's, if it's up, go out of your way to watch it um, and support Jay Briscoe and, and his life. And um, I've, I've said this recently on social media. Now it would be the time for all the companies to uh, tear down their fucking borders and politics. And, you know, back in the day when Brian Pillman died, WCW and ECW and WWF back then, or they might have been WWE back then, uh, got together and did the Brian Pillman Memorial Show, and they would have, like, all these dream matches and have a convention and meet and greet and raise all this money for the Pillman family. I mean, right now, if you can have AEW, WWE, New Japan, Ring of Honor, NWA, AEW, um, I'm sure there's somebody I'm missing. Just get together and have a card. Yep. Let Let... Sami Zayn, let Kevin Owens, let the Young Bucks all get together and have like a memorial show for Jay and just have some, just have professional, like the, the, the night after Owen Hart passed and they did, you know, we're always Owen. You know, they said, you know, tonight's not about storylines or angles or politics. Just go out there and whoever wants to work can work it. And let's just have a night of, of good action. And that's what I would hope these companies could do get together and say, fuck it. Let's have a night of celebration for Jay 
and have, you know, X amount of, you know, have stars from every show. Mm-hmm. I mean, imagine dream, you know, have another Sammy and Kevin Owens match versus the Young Bucks or, you know, dude, have Kevin, Sammy, and Mark Briscoe against Young Bucks and Jay Lee, uh, not Jay Lee, well, Jay Lethal would be also, I, I meant to say Kenny Omega. Right. You know, you know, have, you know, or have a, a you know, a battle royal where you get, get, you know, guys who didn't have matches can at least get in a battle royal or do something, you know. Have a night for Jay. Um, put the, you know, and get together and work it out. It, and you know, I'm, I I said it also said it on Twitter. It's a long shot, but it's worth saying out loud in case it inspires the right person to, you know, have a a night for Jay. So yeah. that's my hopes. I hope it comes through. I know I I was I I love the idea. Even the Yokozuna tribute show, very similar. Yeah. You know, they had the Brothers of Destruction go to the show, and um. I think it's a I think it's a great idea. I think it's the right idea, and I hope that um, I hope that they're able to look through, you know, sort of the business end of it and and make something happen. But um, absolutely, you know, our thoughts and our positive vibes and our well wishes are with the Briscoe family and his kids and his wife, and you know, we're 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 incredibly hopeful for a speedy recovery. Um, I know it's going to be a long road for his daughters. Um. But we're hopeful for it. My heart breaks for the family. It's tragic, man. It is. And it's like there's there's no <clears throat> there's no positive here, right? Like there's no positive, there's no positive spin, there's no positive um sort of, you know, tie up. It's uh, you know three kids lost their dad. Yeah. Uh young kids. And beautiful kids. You know, a, a community lost, uh, uh, you know, a pillar. You know, I mean, anyone, who, if you're not familiar with Delaware, like Lower Delaware, yeah. they call yeah. they call it Lower Slower Delaware for a reason because it's these tight-knit, it's not like Philadelphia. It's not even like, it's not even like Newark, Delaware. Um, Courtney's parents live down in that area in Millsboro, down in that same Sussex County area. And it is small. I mean, it is like two-lane roads that are, tiny and tiny pocket communities and open farms. Um, it's basically like the, the, where you stop before you go down to Rehoboth beach. Yeah. And these communities are really tight. They're very, very small. And all I keep hearing is stories about how, how important he was in the community. Um, how, how larger than life. He was like a Titan in the community. And, it's just the shits, man. It sucks. And, yeah. you know, there's yep. there's no good way to transition from that. Um, what do you say we ask Meanie? I would love to. Yeah, of course. Ask me something. Don't forget to tweet us your questions using the hashtag AskMeanie and tweet us at MindTheMeanie uh, to drop your questions for us. Don't forget Patreon.com slash MindTheMeanie. You can sign up today. And join us while we record the show. Um, it's a bit of a heavier show today. But Mark and Dryden wants to know, fellas, two questions about Raw. First question is, was it the right move announcing Cody Rhodes's Rumble return in advance? Um, yeah, why not? I think it's uh, it bucks trends and makes things unique. 
uh, normally, you know, people go into the Royal Rumble with the expectations of the surprises and, you know, the draw of the, uh, the allure of the, the Royal Rumble is who's going to show up. And this is kind of like, you know, when um, somebody announces they, they attend on, intend on cashing in on money in the bank, you know, listen, whoever wins this match, I'm cashing in on this date. And, you know, instead of the surprise of them just, you know, hitting the music and running out. So you announced Cody Rhodes is going to be in the rumble. That's a little bit more of an appeal to the rumble, but it doesn't take away from the fact that there may be surprises in the Royal rumble. So I like it. It's a, it's a new strategy. It's a different strategy. Um, as far as, you know, uh, a surprise, I mean, he's main roster anyway, you know, but just the fact that, you know, uh, now the, the, the mystery will be what number is he? Yeah. So I, like it. I like it. Yeah. I dig it. It I don't, I don't think it has, it's been done like this before where somebody announces their comeback at the Royal Rumble. Usually they just come back, whether it's, you know, edges return or, John Cena's return from injury and stuff like that. So I, I dig, I like it. It's, it's something different. If it freshens things up as far as the Royal Rumble goes. So I have no problem with it. I don't either. Honestly, I think, uh, I think it's the right move because I think like surprises can be done really well, but if everything is surprised and you're always constantly waiting for something, right? Like I feel like you're just constantly on edge and <clears throat> excuse me, you're not enjoying the product as much as you could be. Um, for me, I think Cody's the announcement that they put they're putting Cody in the rumble ties in with I think where the projection is going and where I think we all see it's going. Yeah. Um I think the surprise to be honest it would have been irrelevant if they had let it be a surprise because we all kind of have an idea of what's happening, right? Um so I know I don't I don't think it ruined it at all. Um I think it was the right move. But like Meanie yeah. said, I definitely think there's going to be, you know, probably a big surprise or two I would imagine. She actually ties me into Matt from Dover's question, and we'll go back to Mark's in a second because it ties in together. Uh, Matt from Dover wants to know, now that we are just about a week out from the Rumble Meanie, do you think that Rock the Dwayne Johnson will be there <laughs> at the Royal Rumble? <laughs> I hope. I hope. Just for, you know, I think there's been enough red herrings out there saying he won't be there that the fact that he'll probably be there. And uh, to get back to Mark's thing, it's like, you know, if they're willing to give away a surprise of Cody coming back, what surprises do they have that they, you know, they are, they're keeping from us. They're holding close to the vest. So right. it'd be great to see the rock in there, especially, you know, uh, young, rock, this young rock just uh, wrapped up mm -hmm. uh, filming and uh, man, I mean, they even hinted at, you know, Rock versus Roman in the show. And yeah. Young Rock, you know, when they're kids, one day we'll headline WrestleMania. <laughs> Acknowledge sure me. Be, yeah. Yeah, I'll sh I'll, I'm sure that'll be in the promo package, you know, for, you know, Rock versus Roman. But yeah, unquestionably. Yeah, man. Uh, that it would be cool. I mean, it's not like Rock doesn't look like he can't still go. I mean, he's still, he's still a beast. Yes, fa know? famously out of shape. Dwayne the Rock Johnson is not. That's the new thing that I heard from our friend Dave, Uncle Dave. He's not in wrestling shape. Yes, of course. Famously out of shape. Dwayne can't get his shit together before WrestleMania. Oh, sure. Uh, I, oh, sure. I, I I wish I was that out of shape. 
Man, what that's, a drag, dude. That's out of shade out of shape. Just put me in the fucking pine box right now. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> fuck you. Well, there's a good question then. Who do you think? Uh, do you have any? Well, actually, somebody asked that, so we'll wait till we get there. Uh, Mark and Dryden has a second question for us. Other than Sami Zayn, the honorary oos, is, pris- <laughs> is prison dom way more entertaining than it should be? <laughs> It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, man, I know what it's like. I know, I know what Martha Stewart went through. Oh, fucking great. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, so it's such good shit, man. It really is. Dude, and that's the thing, man. I don't care if you have seven star matches or you're a great wrestler. Anybody, you, there's a lot of people who are great wrestlers, but yeah. You gotta be entertaining, you know. They they get over to it like the masses in the in the broader audience, and you know what Dom's doing is fucking. It's it's amazing. Considering I, I I've you know we've all seen this kid grow up you know before our eyes. You know he's been work. He's been in the business longer than you know a lot of guys. You know just yeah from doing the Eddie Guerrero angle angle and stuff like that. It's a, it's awesome. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> hasn't been feeling too oozy. <laughs> I feel Roman, so oozy. Just watch Roman break up, you know, kind of break character, just like, and it didn't ruin the moment. It just made the moment even more genuine, you know? And Solo just did an interview. Solo Sokoa just did an interview recently where he's like, he said the same thing that Jimmy and Jay and they all say all the time. They're like, oh yeah, we'll go into rehearsals. And Sammy will be like, okay, we're going to do, I'm going to do this and then we'll do that. And then we'll do this. And then he goes into the ring and he does something completely different. And he's like, what the fuck did you do that for? And he's like, I'm trying to break you. I'm, I'm going to break you. Like I'm going to make it happen. And I think that to me, and it's happened once. I think solo broke once with, during a Sammy Zane, like at the very onset of solo being inserted into the group. And like when Sammy was coming in, you can see oh, yeah. him just losing his shit. Um, he's, he's do that. Uh, rub my eyes. Please yeah. don't laugh. Fucking Jay Jay Uso is also the Jimmy Fallon on SNL of the bloodline because the guy just can't keep his shit together for any, any way, shape or form. Um, I mean, it does. And it's, it's a way more endearing part of the show, you know, like it just, it's so it, it makes it more special while you're watching it. You're like, this is, this is good. It's the best thing in wrestling right now. Yeah. Nothing better. And, and, and again, the Sami Zayn expulsion from the bloodline is going to be heartbreaking and tragic. I am not ready for it, but I know it's coming. And I hope it. And, I, somebody brought up a great question. It's like, what if it's Sammy who turns on the bloodline instead of the bloodline turning on Sammy? I I, I wish I could credit whoever I read that from. But like, what if it's Sammy who turns on the bloodline? You know, like, oh, it could be. It very yeah. well could be. And again, to go back to to Rock the Dwayne Johnson, which is his, as we know, his his given name. <laughs> His, his, the name his mama gave him. Um, they're talking about in Philly because Raw 30 is going to be in Philly. Uh, as you hear it tonight, Raw will be in Philadelphia. Yeah. Um, right and uh, they're saying that every member of the bloodline, every generation of the bloodline is going to be there. Nice. And so then uh, that got my brain thinking like, okay, well, we know R- Rikishi's going to be there and then Afa and Sika will be there. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're missing one. Which one? Which one would be missing? And I think that may be how they start the yeah. trend, how they buck this. It's like, you know, Dwayne, 
sends in a video and he's like, oh, hey, sorry, I couldn't make it, but I'm acknowledging you from L.A. or wherever the fuck he's at. And via satellite, via satellite. And then he's like, you didn't, you know, Roman's like, you didn't bother showing up here. Um, I'm still I'm still curious, though, if, if Rock does show up, like I'm still curious how that works into the WrestleMania plans, because I know we've talked about this on multiple episodes, which, in fact, you can go listen to right now at mindofthemeanie.com. Um, <clears throat> I don't know how they're going to factor this in. I don't know how they're going to make this work, because if, if Rock and Roman is this year or it's never going to happen, it's now or it's never. Well, especially being in Hollywood. Right. It's which now or never. And I just. I don't know. I don't know how it's going to work with Cody. I don't know how ever, you know, like it's just, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be interesting. So, um, yeah. I'm hopeful that we see Dwayne, but I, I don't know. Um, Mark, here it is. Mark and Dryden wants to know what do you, what, how about your guys head or heart picks as surprise rumble entrance, in both the men's and women's matches. So who do we think will be? Uh, for the, oh, I'll go with the women. I, I think Naomi comes back. Mm-hmm. That's that's my pick for the big surprise for the women's rumble. For the men's, they already took Cody away. So, huh? Uh, I'm maybe they bring. I don't know. I don't know. Honestly, don't know. Uh, I mean, there's always the retro surprises like. You know, like a Godfather appearance or this, that, and the other thing. But maybe uh, they bring up somebody from uh, NXT. You know, maybe have uh, Steiner's kid come up. Yep, Ron Baker come up and be a, a surprise in the Rumble, which would be kind of cool. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'm trying to think of who's out there that is a free agent that could make a splash in the Rumble. You know, I'm thinking Cardona. Yes. I'm also thinking yeah. I'm also thinking Jay White is probably going to be I would imagine he's probably I would imagine Jay White's probably heading to WWE. That seems to be what the scuttle is on the street. Really? Because um, yeah. he was New Japan AEW. Well, so his his contract in New Japan I think is up already. Okay. So you know, it's the final frontier for him, really. I mean, he's already done some spots in AEW. Um, I could see a really cool tie-in with um, the OC with Jay White. I feel like yeah. Jay, Jay White would be a great person to be inside of like a clique, you know, like a group. Yeah. And uh, I think that, to me, that would be where I would put my money. I would put Jay White with the OC. I put him with the Good Brothers, put him with, you know, Mia Yim, and have the fill-in while, yeah. while AJ's out. And then that can be a whole dynamic there. And I think that's how you build off of that long-term long-standing Japan relationship. Um, there you go. I feel like, I mean, but if you're asking me, like, you know, which it seems like Mark is, like, I think Cardona is going to be a big surprise. Um, That's a good I, I think Chelsea Green will definitely show up in the Rumble this year as well. There's been reports that she's signed a deal. Nothing definite yet. Um, well, here's the thing. It's like you kind of have to have, you would kind of have to hold her return off if she's going to be in a Rumble because they, would kind of give away his the surprise of him showing up in the men's rumble. Right, right. Because you know if she's there, he's going to show up. Right, right. Well, you know, the, you know where, where there's one, there's the other. You know. Yeah. So if she comes back, I would say you can't have her in a woman's rumble, but just because it'll give away the fact that you know Matt's there. Yeah. But then again, 
then again, from a clearly a casual person who doesn't isn't a hardcore follower of everything behind the scenes and just watches it, it might not make a difference to some people mm. that shows up because they might not know of the relationship. Right. Right. I'm, I'm thinking in a way of in the ways of how WWE views things. They, they know that there's a hardcore wrestling fan base there, but they have to appeal to the people who either casually watch it or just know WWE. Yeah. So so there's those folks who might not know that, you know, Chelsea and Cardona are an item. So who knows? We'll see. Yep. It's, I, I mean, either way, it's going to be a great rumble. I'm sure it's going to be better than last year's rumble, which was a bit of a nightmare, but, um, I would also wouldn't be surprised to see bad bunny come back. Um, you know, I, yeah. I, I could see him in the rumble Knoxville. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. The the sky's the limit really for the rumble. It's my favorite. I mean, honestly, like full disclosure, it's my favorite match of the year. Um, I it's, I look forward to it every year. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised to see them. I don't think punk's going to be there. I think it's too, I think there's still litigation going on. Um, yeah. and I, I think there's, I think there's so much that's happening with that as well. That's like, if it was released, like if, if punk and AEW did come to terms, I think it would leak immediately because I think it's such a huge story. It would be impossible to um, to find out. But I still am convinced that he'll be back for WrestleMania to fight Austin. Um, <clears throat> so we'll see, man. We'll see. We'll uh, we'll talk about it. I'm sure. You know, next week as we record. Um, <laughs> this guy, <laughs> prime time, our buddy, prime time grave. His name is his name is now Chunky Love Juice, which I have lots <laughs> of questions about. <laughs> um, you might want to see a doctor. <laughs> see a physician if you have chunky love juice. Um, I think I follow this guy. Let me make sure I follow him from Mind of the Media account. Okay, I do. Um, have you ever booty tooted to get out of a social situation? I have. This fucking guy is so good. He's great. He's so great, great, man. I love this shit. It's just never stop, man. Never change. I love Have it. Have you ever tuned it, Gail? Oh, my God. And now I'm broken. Um, I haven't. I mean, I've, I think I've told a story of how I stopped a concert with a fart mm-hmm. once. And, um, you know, I've done the, uh, you know, been in a strip club where they had the circular stage and you, you fart on one side of the stage and make your way around. You watch everybody on the, the edge of the stage just start fucking selling, you know, just to get out of a social situation. Uh, no, but I've been in social situations where I've uh, ins- asserted my dominance with flatulence. <laughs> it's like the kid who sh- shits in the, public pool to shut it down i'm shutting this down now (laughs) (laughs) i uh he spill in the fucking pool (laughs) it's like a fucking baby ruth in the pool um no i don't know if i ever have i don't think my farts are are as nasty as meanies um so i don't know for sure um if i've ever stopped one i know i've i've like shut down functions in the house here just letting one go (laughs) Courtney's like, why, like, are you, like, whoever died six months ago, please come out, like, just, I come out and admit it, because it smells so bad, um, 
No, I, I don't know if I have. Um, <clears throat> probably not in public. I'm, I'm more reserved. But, man, get me in the bathroom and it's like fucking Evan Rude. You know? So. I, I need to be like the musician Prince and just mic my house. <laughs> because the farts I let out from between the bedroom and the bathroom for my morning piss, they're, they're like the most... The, the the funniest ones, you know, where I'm farting in step with like, <laughs> give me a night of fuck. I'm drinking PBRs and I'm, you know, waking up to take the morning piss and it's just like yep. the length of the hallway. It's like, <laughs> why didn't I save that for the roadcaster? Yeah, right. I have a, I have that time too. That's why I sent you the other ones. Uh, I pulled my phone out because I'm like I don't have the roadcaster up. I have to just record this. And yeah. you'll just hear the kids just like, please stop. Please don't do this. But um, but what we can say is, Meanie, thank you for doing this and not stopping to do this because the show's fucking great. And I enjoy this, and I know the pod squad enjoys this. We thank you all for joining us. Don't forget, like I said, every week, tweet at us at Mind of the Meanie using the hashtag Ask Meanie and ask us your questions, and we will answer them on the program. Meanie, where can everybody find you on social media? Uh, again... Rest in peace, Jay Briscoe. Yes. Um, but if you would like to follow the Blue Meanie on all forms of social media, go to at Blue Meanie, BWO, uh, on all forms of social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and I don't know, TikTok. Uh, if you want to support the Blue Meanie, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Blue Meanie. If you would like to support Mind of the Meanie, go to ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mind of the Meanie. Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. Go to collarandelbowbrand.com. Use coupon code MEANIE and uh, save 10%. But you can also go to collarandelbowbrand.com and use coupon code MIND. Save 10%. Each code helps support myself and the show. Uh, so uh, there are no bad choices. Uh, madcatbeercare.com. Go over to uh, madcatbeercare.com. Get the blue spruce. Josh Thornton, my boy, is doing a, a great job over there. Madcatbeercare.com. Uh, every dollar spent goes to take care of feral cats in the, his community. So if you're a cat, liker, cat lover like myself, go to madcatbeercare.com. Get the blue spruce beard oil or bomb. No bad choices. Uh, shout out to my boy, Jim Nielsen, over at glaciersofvice.com. Jim made myself nova and stevie a three of three only hand handmade pair of custom bwo air jordan ones uh each pair takes jim about 50 hours per pair to make so if you want to see his amazing work go to on all forms of social media go to at goi kicks that's goi kicks to see jim making his amazing sneakers um Cameo.com slash Blue Meanie BWO for birthdays, holidays, and well wishes. Uh, I love making uh, some videos for pe good people over there at Cameo.com slash Blue Meanie BWO. Uh, get one in today and I'll have it to you as soon as possible. So go to Cameo.com slash Blue Meanie BWO. And again, uh, rest in peace, Jay Briscoe and... Over to you, Mr. Bernard. Oh, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. Um, like I said, we will post in the show notes here um, the uh, donation page for Jay Briscoe's family. 
Uh, so go ahead and click on that again. If you can donate, if you have the means to, please donate. If you don't have the means, please just share it so that it can get to someone else who may have it. Um, don't forget to check out my secondary program, Foundation Radio. Uh, you can listen at foundationradio.net. You can follow me on all forms of social media, Twitter, uh, Instagram, uh, TikTok, and then also Mastodon, at This Is Goober. Uh, don't forget to check out The Wrestling Hour, which is on Premier Streaming Network. Next episode will be out uh, this Wednesday, uh, so two days after you listen to this, which will be my the video version of my conversation with WWE Hall of Famer Eric Bischoff. <clears throat> so go ahead and sign up today at premierstreamingnetwork.com. Uh, if you want to sign up and uh, work with my trainer, Brad Feinberg, go to the feinbergmethod.com. Use promo code Goober at checkout, and you can save up to 20% off on your entire purchase. Uh, and don't forget to tell them that Goober sent you the feinbergmethod.com. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Foundation Radio. Pick up a shirt and support the show there. Uh, my brother's Gatter Wrestling Buddy is in process now. We will have more information for you when that happens. ProWrestlingTees.com slash Mind of the Meanie. Go and support the show. Pick up a t-shirt there and then support the show at MindoftheMeanie.com uh, at Patreon.com slash Mind of the Meanie. And you can sign up to become a part of our pod squad. Keep the lights on at Casa de Meanie and the Barnard Home for Wayward and Troubled Youth Meanie. Thank you so much for your time today and you're sharing your stories about Jay and we appreciate you and the pod squad for the blue meanie. I am Adam Bernard. Join us again each and every week as we take a trip through the mind of the meanie. Peace and rest in peace to Jay Briscoe. Give me back my bullet.